The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings, who are entirely responsible for its content. Sorry, guys, you are on your own. This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things burgundy and gold. The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Federal Football Report, talking about everything burgundy and gold, the W, whatever you want to call them. Kevin and I were just talking about, uh, you know, uh, things that you purchase, uh, team uh, stuff. And, and so I've got this cup here. He said on one of his cups, he just put W on it for right now. And we'll see yeah. what the rest will say later when we figure <laughs> yeah. out what the team name is. I like Washington football team, by the way. I don't mind if they were to keep that the name. Uh, but that's yeah. a debate and a discussion, I guess, for another day. Um, yeah, next plenty week. to talk right. about now. But right before we started the show, Kevin said, man, there's just so much to talk about. Plenty to talk about. And we'll try to run down all that stuff. So, Kevin, uh, we're not too far off from the draft at the time that we're recording the show. Uh, what are some of your pre-draft thoughts? What are, you, what are some of the things that you're saying, hey, through this draft, we've ha- we have to address this? The only way to draft to be a successful team, and I'm speaking as the sports professional that we are, you have to draft the best athlete on the board. You cannot draft for position. You, um, it, it, you, if you need a quarterback, everybody says, who's the best quarterback available? You don't want to do that because if it doesn't work out, you still have that hole in your team and you haven't addressed the other positions. So you draft the best athlete available. Right, like right now, I think our strongest position is the defensive line. But if the, the defensive lineman is the best player on the board, you, you got to go for it. This, this, that's my draft philosophy because it strengthens the team as opposed to drafting for need. If you get, I mean, Trent Dilfer won the Super Bowl, right? You know, yeah, everybody knows we need a quarterback. <laughs> we got the, we got the, <laughs> we got a man on the team now, quarterback who travels more than James Harden. So, <laughs> you know, so, so yeah, you got to go, you got to go with the best athlete on the board. <laughs> right. Well, you know what? I'm actually with you and I'm a convert. Kevin has changed my mind on this. I think it was two yes. years ago, a year ago, because it does make sense. It's like, you know what? Just pick the best player. Sometimes we outthink things, right? Anytime, mm-hmm. we, you know, when we're out, when you're out in the schoolyard and you were playing ball as a kid or, or, or no matter what, you didn't think to yourselves, okay, am I going to pick Tony or Darren? Because Tony's really fast, but Darren can throw. No, you say, which one's the, just the better football player? Which guy. one is just the best <laughs> guy out here? And I'm going to pick him to be on my team as a team captain. And I do think that that is, that is, that is what you want to do. We get into these numbers and, and, and all this analysis of this player and that player, and we see it all the time where, you know, they say, well, it's hard for quarterbacks sometimes to, to, to that. To, to translate from college to pros. Oh, well, it's hard for cornerbacks to, you know, well, then that should show us that we don't know anything when it comes to these numbers and the numbers just don't reflect stuff. When you look at that's a player, right. who's the best player on that board? And that's the person that you take. That's who you go. And you, and you never go wrong because you build depth. You build nothing else. You have a little capital. That's, if you want to try to pull off a trade later, your your team with, with, with depth comes best, better special teams. And, and who knows? Maybe it takes the quarterback you got. Maybe it'll take him a, a couple of years or uh, maybe a couple of years in college, some, some night courses, like like in the case of my boy Heineke, right? You know, you never know. But you, you go with the best athlete because it's, mm-hmm. it, it, at the end of the day, as they say, it's all about the team that runs faster, jumps higher, and, and tackles more, right? So that's, yeah, that's what I'm looking for. No, for uh, you know, no doubt. And now when it comes to some of these off um, – 
uh, off uh, uh, a season stories. We didn't talk since Fitzpatrick, uh, the player who travels more than James Harden, uh, was on the team. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? We didn't talk. We haven't had a show since then. Yeah. You know, Fitz is, is exactly what you know what you're getting with Fitz, mm-hmm. which is a flip of a coin, right? Mm-hmm. He can light mm-hmm. you up for 450 yards and four touchdowns one week, and the very next week he'll throw four picks, right? And right. The, the thing about him is you don't know which week is is, is happening when. <laughs> you just don't. If you knew that, you could bench him for that week, but but, but you just don't know. He, you know, Fitz is apparently from everything I, I hear, he's a good guy, and then you know he's, he's you know he has a good sense of humor, right? He's good with the media and all. But there's something that that gnaws at me that that says that there's a reason this dude has been on nine different teams, right? You know, mm-hmm. is it, I, here's my, my theory is, you know, Fitz is an Ivy league guy and he's a very intelligent guy. Right. I, I think that he gets bored easily. I, I just think that he's had enough and he's, you know, he's making a good living and he can like pick up anybody's system and, you know, he say, okay, well, I'm tired of the scenery here. Let's move on. Right. You mm-hmm, know, and, mm-hmm. Um, now, once he gets to Washington, of course, everybody in the world wants to live in Washington, right? You know, that's why you know, every four years they fight to the death trying to get to Washington. So maybe he'll just like it here. But, you know, this is going to be an epic battle this summer between Fitz and Heineke, right, to see who's going to lead us to the promised land. Well, see, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing that I like, though, um, is that I like that pickup just from, from the standpoint that there's no need to rush the quarterback thing. And I know that sounds weird. And I know that people are like, you got to have a franchise. You got to slow down, slow down, (laughs) slow down. Wait a minute. Let's slow down. He's a good bridge uh, until you find what you're looking for. You know what I'm saying? He's a good bridge. If you get that young quarterback, fine. If it's someone, you know, I know that Sam Darnold just uh, signed, you know, just traded from the Jets to to the Panthers. But a quarterback in that Sam Darnold mode, that's a young quarterback. It's not working out where he was. And so you may you bring someone in. You with Fitzpatrick with the group that they have right now, you 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 give yourself time to 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 figure that out while you work on other aspects of the team. And I like the pickup just for that reason. That I like mm. the fact that we don't see because it doesn't feel patchworky to me. You know what I mean? Like Cam um, and I like Cam Newton, but Cam Newton would sign would seem patchworky to me if that makes any mm. sense. You know, someone yeah. a Teddy Bridgewater would seem patchworky to me. This seems like. We we've got a plan. It's a it's it, it, it's not a short term one. It's a long term. We want to figure some things out, and we want to address other places first as well. And I like that. It seems strategic to me. Is what it seems like. It seems like they actually someone actually knew what they were doing when they did this. Mm-hmm. I I was actually surprised because I thought that they would with with the success of of Heineke in the playoffs and with uh, Allen still on the roster mm-hmm. that. They would draft a quarterback mid mid round and and be that de- de- developmental guy, a guy that could sit and watch and learn and get better uh, if they um, if if that's what they needed. Because um, uh, they're not, I think I still think this team is just a little bit more than a quarterback away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the way that they treat the quarterbacks in the league <laughs> these days is just so strange. When when it doesn't walk, work out, whose fault is it? I mean. Football is not that complicated a game. You throw to the guy that has on the same color that you do, you know, right. and he's supposed to be over here. 
And if he's not over there when the ball is over there, it's either his fault or your fault. <laughs> you right, know? right, yeah. right. So you know, so you look at it, you look at like we last year this time we were looking at uh, Joe Burrow and uh, and Tua, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and it's like both it was like a a flip of a coin, right? But now you know people are saying that Tua is a waste, and you know well, that's Joe, the thing. Joe got people hurt. Are saying, you know people are saying Tua is a waste, and I'm just trying to figure out. Well, why do they think that? He only played half of one season, and he won, he won some games, and he lost some games. He's a rookie. Like, <laughs> I totally don't understand why the jury is already settled on Tua. It, 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 it's this thing that some people think if you if you develop if you spend a high round draft pick on the quarterback that he should be ready to play immediately, mm-hmm. and and my thing is he is ready to play, but they keep filling his head with so much nonsense or, mm-hmm. or this system <laughs> or this quarterback isn't good for this system, right? You know, maybe you should change the system to fit the guy you you got. But yeah, you're the that, one who picked him mindset, and invested that, all yeah. this money in him. So why are you trying to make him fit something? You're the one who picked him and, and paying him his money. It just doesn't make any sense, and that's, so that's why I'm 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 happy with Fitzpatrick being here because, you know, you figure like I said, the Ivy League guy, he's smart enough to even even figure out uh, Scott Turner's system, right? You know, or maybe he'll find something. <laughs> maybe that's but, what it is. Yeah. That's why they went with Heineke because he was obviously taking night you know, night school, yeah, yeah, yeah. College, night school, yeah, and college, college boy, and, yeah. and then and then they get Fitzpatrick. Like you know what the problem is? We need to get smarter people in here, and they'll be able to figure out the offense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got a bunch of dumb quarterbacks. That's what it is. But you know, but I, but as always, I, I'm excited. I, it doesn't seem like business as usual. There's always mm-hmm. something happening out there right now, Spurs. You just. Um, you know, we're, we're only a game away or so. Right now, I'm waiting for the draft, and and more importantly, I'm waiting for the release of the schedule so I can see when the Washington football team heads to Vegas because I want to get my reservation <laughs> in, right? You know, because I told them my birthday is in October. Right? I'm going to Vegas for my birthday, and oh, what nice. better celebration can I have? That my birthday is on a Wednesday, so Thursday night football in Vegas with the Washington football team and me representing, right? I'll be the only guy, it'll be, you know, Raider Nation out there in Vegas. Mm-hmm. I'll be the only guy mm-hmm. with the big W uh, written in magic <laughs> marker on my T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. The only one. And until then, uh, man, we'll just wait in anticipation. Now, because this is the off-season uh, edition of the Federal Football Report, we've got a lot of stuff to discuss. You've got to do a mm-hmm. movie review. Um, yes, yes. And, and also, we're going to review the, the verses this weekend. We've got two totally different perspectives on the versus battle uh, with the Osley brothers and Earth, Wind and Fire. But let's just do the movie review first. Kevin, your review of, uh, I guess it's Godzilla versus Kong or Kong versus Godzilla. Well, no, no. Now, see, that's a very important point, right? And and we got to remind people that the thing that's unique about my movie review is that I haven't actually seen the movie yet. So (laughs) I have a totally different perspective than anybody else, right? Um, Now, the movie is titled Godzilla versus Kong. And there's a reason for this. Because back in the 60s, you, a lot of people don't realize this was a remake. Mm-hmm. Like okay. these two met, you know, this is a rematch and a remake. These two oh. met back in the 60s, right? In the brawl okay. for it all, literally for it all, right? <laughs> but see, in that one, uh, King Kong got top billing. It was okay. King Kong versus Godzilla. Ah. And Godzilla never got over that. <laughs> who who, who <laughs> won know? in the first one? Oh, uh, Kong won in the first one, right? It was a, 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 a split decision in the first one, you know. Oh. Kong, you know, Godzilla had him down, uh, knocked him down a few times uh, early, and uh, they took some points from Godzilla because he hit him with a palm tree one time, right? But um, yeah, so Godzilla never got over the fact that you know that he had been uh, 
uh, the the champ, right, for the longest period of time, right? But 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 Kong, you know, held his own, right? You know, and it was a home field advantage because I believe he, they fought on Skull Island. I'm pretty okay. sure they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this one is different. This is Godzilla versus Kong because you know Godzilla has saved the world a couple of times since. Kong's been around, right? You know, because you know Kong and uh, what am I missing? G- Godzilla has saved the world a few times. Oh yeah, oh yeah, from like uh, from uh, the uh, the the kaiju's man. The kaiju's are the big <laughs> Japanese monsters that that come from the, the center of the earth, right? And oh. and um, and just eat up everything for some reason. These kaiju's like nuclear waste. You know, all these monsters were a result of, of nuclear testing, right? You know, mm-hmm. Japanese said. All right, y'all just gonna drop some bombs and stuff on this. You know, there's gonna be some repercussions, right? Mm-hmm. So the kaiju's uh, are like, you know, they were like the, the they they rule the earth, right? And and Godzilla saved uh, the earth from the kaiju's in the the remake with Brian Cranston because mm-hmm. uh, Brian Cranston was in the movie like ten minutes, and I was mad, right? And then uh, he came back because Gidra the three headed monster came, and he was the king of the kaiju's, and he was trying to get all the kaiju's together. To, to team up, so like monster free agency, mm-hmm. right? You know, like LeBron <laughs> getting Dwayne Wade and all that, right? right? Godzilla got the monsters together, right? I mean, the uh, Giju got the monsters together, and Godzilla had to stop them, right? So uh-huh. Godzilla saved the world, right? You know, nice. uh, uh, what they they don't call him Godzilla. That's what we call him. Name of Goshira, Goshira, I believe it is Goshira. Uh-huh. But uh, you know, American people have bad, bad accents, right? You know. Right. <laughs> so anyway, you know, Godzilla mad. You know, he mad because he doesn't feel he's getting respect that he's due, right? You know, mm-hmm. as you know, like monsters are. You know, monsters have monstrous egos. Yeah, yeah, they ego mania. <laughs> right, you know? right, right, right. So there's only one thing that you know. He just walking, you know, you know, mad. You know, anybody who's got on like lizard skin shoes, right? You know, was the first one to get stepped on, right? You know. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, so there's this um, uh, deaf girl who's the only to communicate with Kong, and the Kong 25, 30 feet tall, and she communicates with Kong through sign language. Why does she communicate with Kong? Uh, well, you know, you know this day and age. Well, uh, they think they're just friends. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know how rumors have it, right? You see mm-hmm. social media, right? You know, they've been mm-hmm. sent out together, right, at the premieres and everything, <laughs> right? You know, so... That's the thing, right? When you social distance from a 30-foot gorilla, you're still pretty close to him, right? You know? So, so anyway, so my thing is they use sign language, but if, Kong, if Kong's eyes ever go bad and he can't see her little hands, he might yeah. misinterpret what she's saying. Right, 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 <laughs> right, right. Right, right. So apparently they were out one night and, and Godzilla's already mad because he got he got the second billing in the first movie. And, and apparently he says something about Kong's date. <laughs> and 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 then the rest is history, man. Or will be history when you see it. But um, I'm thinking this is going to be a pretty good movie. I'm pretty excited about it. I'm going. I'm so excited. I I got a trial to HBO Max, so I Did can you? see it. I'm not. I'm not nice. really ready to go to the theater yet. But but yeah, we're going to check it out. My daughter, which was this puzzled me. She asked me about the movie. Now huh. you know. Now my daughter and my wife watch movies. They watch movies a lot, but most of the movies. They involved like romance that was lost and mm-hmm. <laughs> didn't realize that love was with you all the time. The time. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So something like that. I can't do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't do it. I tried. You want to go to a movie to be entertained. You want to see things blow up and stuff. Die, blow you know? up, <laughs> blow up, shot up, you know, mm-hmm. re- reform, superheroes, superpowers, something. Yeah. 
but the you know when you hear the light that you know yeah, no that's yeah, it for me right yeah. check when but it's clear to everybody else watching the movie just three minutes in that the two people should fall in love and they'll do it eventually at the end i don't know why it takes the people in the movie two and a half hours to actually realize <laughs> that love is right in front of their face it's been in front of your face for the last two and a half hours uh, that's right you know interesting uh, this week i saw uh and i don't watch these type of i saw crazy rich asians have you ever seen I, that? I, I, no, but I want to see it. I want to see you it. You should watch it. Now, okay. I don't know how good the whole movie is because I only saw the last 12 minutes. <laughs> but in the, <laughs> in the last 12 minutes, they explained the whole movie. <laughs> and it was great. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Didn't have to sit through any commercials or anything. In uh-huh. the last 12 minutes, this is no joke. The last 12 minutes, I understood the whole movie. Everybody lived happily ever after. Mm-hmm. Everything was cool. They had the big romantic scene at the end. The the angry mother was, you know, I don't want to spoil it. Well, can you spoil the ending if that's all you watched? But anyway. No, no, right. No, you can't. Yeah, no, I don't don't think so. So check that out. And and check out. uh, Was the mom also a crazy rich Asian? Oh, yeah, she was the crazy rich Asian, oh. right? Everybody else was just rich Asians. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was the poor Asian, right? The Cinderella Asian, right? You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And the rich Asian. The cool part about it, he was raised in uh, in London. Okay. So, yeah, it was a whole screen full of Chinese people. Chinese, uh, uh, yeah, Chinese people. And the one main character with the British accent. It was so cool. <laughs> It was so cool. I loved it. I loved it, right? You know, so, yeah. So, Kong versus Godzilla, the rematch. You know, I think you should, um, I don't want to spoil it for everybody, but if I were you, I'd take Kong and lay the points. That's what I would go. do. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. And so from one uh, form of entertainment to the next, we've got this uh, verse. Well, no, before we leave movies, what, I'm, what I've been spending my time lately doing is re-watching the Marvel series, the Avengers yeah. series, mm-hmm. through uh, in chronological order. Not in the way that they were released, but in the way that tracks the storyline the best. Right, right. Okay. And right now, I'm, I just finished watching Ant-Man. So I'm probably a little more than halfway through it. And uh, some of uh, there are so many parts of a lot of these movies that I forgot, half, that we forgot or I didn't see at one point or another. So it's good to catch up and watch this stuff. And so I'm, yeah, I'm on Ant-Man great. now. And uh, yeah, so we'll see how it all Yeah, you know what? I, w- I was watching Endgame. And, and it was, I loved Endgame when it first came out. But now I just look at it as a movie. There's just so many questions. Like the one scene uh, in Endgame where... Seen, uh, no, wait, wait, because no, I haven't seen Endgame. Oh, okay. I haven't, well, I haven't well, seen Endgame. What's the well, other one? It was it, 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 Endgame and then there was... What's the other one? The one before Endgame Infinity was... Stone. Uh, oh, Infinity oh, War. Oh, you haven't seen those? I haven't seen that one either. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Take Godzilla. <laughs> Godzilla. Yeah, well, you should watch those. You should watch those. Now, see, I, there's ones I haven't seen. Like, uh, I've seen, only seen one of the Thor movies. And because uh, I tried to watch some of the questions two. that you're not, that you, that's, that may answer some of the stuff that you have questions about. Yeah, because I just couldn't get through them. They were, they were good. They were like a, a, a love story with a dude with a hammer, right? You know, but, <laughs> from a but different yeah, from a different time and space. It was yeah, no, it is right. weird. Well, have you seen the uh, the Justice League movie, either the before or after versions of the, of that? Right? No, but I want to. Yeah, but I want to carve out. You know, I don't, me personally, I got other things to do with a, a four hour block of time. Right? I just can't. <laughs> it, you know, no, no, I can't do it. Can't. Do it. So we'll see. But the other form of entertainment we'll talk about is this this whole versus thing. Now, I've been watching some of these versus battles like Erica Badu and Jill Scott. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was I, I didn't watch it, but I heard it was my wife was watching it. The Brandy and Monica one. There's just all these different ones. Anyway, they have uh, this weekend. Um, it was Earth, Wind and Fire and the Osley Brothers. 
And here's what he was, he was my theory, because everyone I was talking to about this was like, oh, it's Earth when if oh, Earth when it fires, Earth when it fire easy, Earth when it fire is gonna win easy. Um, and, and by when, it's just who likes, you know, what songs, whose songs you like more of or whatever. But here was my theory. I said, I, and because it happened before, is that while people may feel like Earth Wind and Fire, ha- like they like they like Earth Wind and Fire better, I, I was like, I guarantee you that the Osley Brothers have more songs that you like. That uh-huh. the catalog, of, if you were to list, if you listen to these songs and you list all the songs you like in their catalog, the Osley Brothers will be, have be a longer list for you than Earth Wind and Fire, even though you may like. The songs you like of Earth, Wind, and Fire you may like better, but the list of the Osley Brothers songs you like is going to be much longer. Hmm. Does that make any sense? Oh yeah, it, ma- it makes perfect sense. Um, uh, back in my day, it was a couple of things. Right, the whole concept of battle. Back in my youth, youth when we had battles of bands, I mean we weren't physically fighting, but <laughs> it was <laughs> it was you swear your allegiance to us and forget about these other dudes. It was right. it was very much <laughs> along the lines of a. Uh, uh, Prince in the time in Purple Rain, the relationship that these two bands had, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it was mm-hmm. like, you know, hey, us, you know, like, you know, like, like I, I love that part of the movie. Like after after Prince performs and uh, uh, Morris Day walks into him and say, "Hey, man, stick around. Let me show you how it's done." Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that that unforgiving attitude. So I just and by I the way, by the way, I, I get the 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 rain, the Purple Rain movie, and everyone's love for Prince. I like the time better than I'd like. Oh, yeah, same here. Movie. I like the, t- I like the time better. So, Side you know, note. Go ahead and come at me on social media, people. I know. <laughs> but I, I like Morris Day in the Time. It's I haven't watched it yet, but the series Unsung on BET, they did the the the, the Morris Day story a couple of weeks ago. I haven't watched it yet. I got it recorded yet. But it was so just that concept, right? Which, from what I understand, Prince created the concept of the of the, of the two enemies, right? You know, mm-hmm. anyway. Anyway, uh like so, the battle concept. I, I don't think it really does these these guys justice. These groups, Earth, Wind, and Fire. What bothered me the most is I remember these groups when I was young, and you know, Earth, Wind, and Fire. I remember in their first the first album because a lot of the original members of Earth, Wind, and Fire are from the D.C. area. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember there was a concert at Coldfield House once. It was I don't know if you remember the group Mandrill. Earth, Wind, and Fire, and the headline was James Brown, and the tickets mm. were $7. Good night. <laughs> yeah. That's a show. So, yeah, but but on the personal note, when I saw these dudes sitting there, and like uh, Ronnie Osley was just, he was dressed in a gray fur coat, which matched his gray beard and snow white hair, right? <laughs> I just felt old. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just felt old, right? You know, because they're just sitting there, not, you know, not dancing. They're just mm-hmm. sitting there, and Steve Harris sitting there dressed like Darkwing Duck. I, okay. I didn't. <laughs> I Harvey's love always going to do that. Harvey's yeah. always going to do that. I love the music. My wife and my daughter was singing, right? I love, I love the eyes. I love the juxtaposition of the Osley song. And mm-hmm. at one point, I think he, Steve told them to play four straight ballads, you know, one mm-hmm. of each, right? You know, that was cool. That's something else, man. How are you going to be a DJ if all you play is one record at a time? <laughs> you know, who can't do that? There's yeah. no mixing or scratching or nothing. You know, you just hit play. What, right. What's up with that? Okay, all right. So I, I digress. I digress. But it, it was good. I, a couple of years ago, I saw Earth, Wind, and Fire was left of them. And uh, <laughs> okay, I'll say this. You know, when I was watching Earth, Wind, and Fire, when I was coming up, there's like 12 members of the group. Mm-hmm. Now we know for a fact that Maurice White is uh, has passed, but there's only three of them left. 
There's mm-hmm. only when you go see Earth Wind and Fire, there's only three of the original members left. They might have 15 people on stage, but, <laughs> but it's only group, huh? it's only Ralph Johnson, Verdine White, and Philip Bailey. Those are the only the only guys mm-hmm. that left. The Isley Brothers, there were there were six of them when they when they toured back in the day, but now I don't know, you know, there's only Ronnie Isley and, and Ernie Isley were there. Uh but but you know, it was good to reminisce for a while, but then I start feeling old, and I don't want to feel old. I'm, I still right. got some miles left, right? You know. Mm-hmm. So, which one's your favorite group? Oh, Earth Wind and Fire, without a doubt, without, okay. without a doubt. Back in that day, I, I mean, I, that, that takes nothing from the eyes. I love them. I've seen them both in concert. But but Earth Wind and Fire, uh, back back in the day when it was so, sorely needed, added a, a touch of spirituality to what mm. they were saying. It wasn't all, oh baby, I love you. Oh baby, I love you. Oh baby, I... then they did some of that. Mm-hmm. But but it was the music was more reflective. Uh, mm. it, 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 you know, that, you know, like well, they would break it down. Like, you know, he said like, and there was one song uh, all about love where he just broke it down and said, you know, you got to deal with your inner self as well as your outer self, right? You mm-hmm. know, make sure that you're taking care of both of them. So, so yeah, without, you know, Earth, Wind, I saw Earth, Wind and Fire in Chicago on tour. Uh, a little while ago. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, nice. awesome stuff. Uh, haven't seen your uh, Isley Brothers for a while, but I don't know how many is left. But again, makes me feel old. Makes me feel old. <laughs> now when I, they do, maybe they'll have, maybe they have the time on there, And but who's the time going to battle? It's, 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 I have no clue. So there's two other um, who I would consider old school groups that you got to, like, okay, so the time is one of them. Who would they battle? But then the other one is you know uh Maze fe- featuring Frankie Beverly. I would love to see them because oh. I don't I don't think they've ever created a bad song. They've never made a bad song. And I'm trying to figure Not out who would, who would they battle? Like, cause there's no one really kind of in that genre space that they feel. I just and, don't know who and, would who, who, they, be, who they battle. And to break it down, a lot, a lot of people are no longer with us, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of people mm-hmm. they aren't aren't left to to, you know, I guess. Uh, who like George Clinton or something, yeah, right? Yeah, George Clinton yeah. turned 80 a couple of weeks ago. Man. He was on uh, 80, 80, but he was old back then. So, <laughs> so he's just older now. <laughs> yeah, he's just older now. But, it, you know, it's, it's good that the people are, are keeping the music alive and, and talking about it and, and bring, like I said, it's, it bridges generations. My daughter, um, they know that there's certain songs they hear about Earth, Wind, and Fire. When I hear it, I just start singing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. They know that. Oh, there's your song, Dad. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's good that, like I said, they're keeping the music alive. And maybe we'll have a verses on one day, right? You know, like uh, uh, King Kong versus Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should do another verses. We should do the Federal Football Report uh, versus uh, the DC Sports. Uh, podcast <laughs> we can do that we can do all of them yeah we'll, we'll, we'll battle we'll battle <laughs> take all covers we take all covers that's it that's it and so uh yeah so well the draft later this month and we were talking about maybe doing another live draft show um yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, which would be fun to do and so we'll see how that works out anything else we need to cover before we get out of here uh um no oh, your kitchen. the kitchen's 100 you know, finished right it should be uh, 99.99, 99.99. <laughs> 99. And, and I tell you, I love it. I love it. I love it so much. And it's changed my life. Mm. I mean, it's changed my life too. I'm not, I'm not the tidiest guy in the world, but 
I was I will clean up that kitchen. <laughs> I'll sweep that floor and 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 swift through that floor and mm-hmm. and take and polish the sink and and take mm-hmm. the grates off the off the oven. And mm-hmm. it's so cool because it's high tech because it texts me and lets me know, oh, your food is ready, right? You know, uh, that's it right now. Call it. Right? The, the oven will text you and tell you that it's finished. Yeah, <laughs> like if you're baking the chicken, you put this probe in the chicken, right? Wow. And the chicken internal temperature is supposed to be like 165. You said at 165. I come down here, do a podcast, it sends me a message. Food is ready. <laughs> want me to turn the oven off now or keep it warm, right? Yeah, Wait, and yeah. it, will, it will cut itself so, off? Yeah, yeah, if you tell it, right? Man, you know? that is a smart And I just picture. got an email. Yeah, I got an email. This is no plug because they're not paying me yet from a, from GE. It's a GE profile oven. And they emailed me and said, hey, uh, if you like, we can send you the uh, we can send you the app to make your oven into an air fryer. Wow. <laughs> like you can use your oven. You don't have to preheat it. It's just, you know, you want us to send you the app? Of course I want you to send <laughs> Why are you asking me that? Yeah. You never asked me about the, the, the you know, 30% off Memorial Day sale. You always just send the email. Like, no, just send it. Yeah. If I want it, I'll accept yeah, it. Yeah, send me the app. Yeah. Wow. So it's, it's a wonderful thing, man. It's a wonderful thing. And and yeah, I love it. I love it. I, I, like I said, I, I never have been a guy that would like do a lot of mopping and cleaning. You know, my wife loves the cleaning kitchen. But now I'll I'll polish. I'm, I'm into it now, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, sir. Perfect. That sounds great, man. Well, we'll be back uh, next week. We'll talk more uh, as things develop here. And we'll see if Kevin has actually seen the movie. Uh, and, and then so we'll get his review post-watching it as, a, as opposed to pre- But no one, I mean, the fun thing <laughs> is different. you reviewing the movie pre-watching it, without watching it. That's the fun yeah, thing. Yeah, that's the best way. Anybody can do it after they've seen it. Yeah, of course. Right. Absolutely. But no, very few can, can <laughs> with extreme accuracy and entertainment, review it before they've actually seen it. So we'll check that out with you uh, next week, guys. It's the Federal Football Report. We'll catch up next week.